to talking my shit. Every time I'm in my old school, I'm acting a quick. Got a line up from Sam, now I'm clean as a bitch. Rollers behind me, I ain't turning down shit. It's been a long time since I used my nine. You got yours, nigga, I got mine. I was slapping that shit in my drop top fish. They pulled the nigga over, I'm like, why you fucking with me? Check it out, bitch, you gon' choose a snooze. You complaining daily, cause you pee or lose. Desert Eagle on me, same size as a ruler. Nigga, get out of line, then I'm on this medulla. Mackin', stackin', what else? Pussy, I be smashing. Good job, Larry. Her booty just won't stop clapping. Who's second to me? Thank you for joining us here at FC Radio. Thank you for joining us here today. Coming into some, to some Uncle Larry. I'm one of your hosts, Jay the Pounds. And I'm the co-host with the... I don't have butter on toast like you, but I do oh, yeah. have a fat-ass peanut butter and jelly sandwich with Ooh. a glass of milk. Baby, that's, that's, that's hefty. That's a hefty peasiness. We call it hefty around here. Um, just want to say thank you for being here with us today. Coming into the smooth Larry again, uh, out of San Francisco, California, right? Yup. The um, don't try it, Larry June and Cardo out now. Go check it out. Go check, check it, it, out. it out. Give I it a little spin. <clears throat> I definitely run up the numbers. See what I did there? You see what I did? Yeah, we had some. You actually had some questions that were. Uh, given to you by some of the listeners not right? necessarily questions I, I like to call it like a topic okay but i mean we answer the question <laughs> right or i mean well I, I i think it's like more of like what a, a question or a statement and then we'll kind of just go into shine, it shine light into it right yeah yeah so when was like the hardships of shout out to shout out to everybody who shout out to the homies <laughs> if, if you <laughs> know you're quite. my homie and yeah. you're the homie you know who i'm talking about so shout out to, to the homies from back home we appreciate it if anybody actually has any questions or topics that they want us to go over feel free to leave them in the comments um on the full circle mentality page full circle company page any of our pages uh dm us let us know what you would like us to go over because honestly um i've heard a lot of interesting topics actually i'm going to pull up some questions too that i have um from one of my good friend alex he is always kind of chiming in whenever i have polls or um, whenever we talk about something on the mm-hmm. podcast, he has a really good, uh, he has a different view that is like just a whole different perspective. Insight. Yeah. Yeah. Perspective. And you know, it, uh, I feel like we always lack perspective in the world, you know, cause we're always in our bubbles and it's cool when you have somebody else's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like essentially that's who we do this for. Yeah. For you. Like, th- yeah. Th- if it wasn't for you guys, like the people that listen, this wouldn't be running right now. I mean, yeah, we we uh we put in the work to make things happen, but you guys are the ones that are really helping us out. Like whether it's supporting the brand through merch or through listening to the podcast or any other aspect. So everything, little or big, any anything that you take part in to support us, you know, it doesn't go unseen, and we appreciate it from. From the bottom of our hearts, you know what I mean? Not to get too emotional. I don't want to start crying right now. Three minutes and 36 seconds into the podcast. Because that's not a very good view, you know what I mean? People be like, hey, I fool the fucking punk, eh? I fool the pussy, That fool the crybaby, bro. I fool the fucking bitch, eh? That fool the big old panocha, bro. You know? You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no. Um. So, we appreciate you. Oh, yeah. Today, per usual, um... 
we do have an array of topics that we like to dive into and what would you say dissect you know dissect so, them yeah like a so frog like a frog a did you ever get to do that no i didn't me neither yeah they wouldn't uh, trust us greenfield high with just sharp things sharp things people would start fucking fighting with them huh yeah they would uh they would always kick us out of shop class in greenfield because we were just too dangerous people would do a whole bunch of crazy shit man it was bad so i i don't think they would trust us dissecting a frog nuts huh the nuts it's nuts oh dissecting a frog nah well like just like some uh some things that different uh schools get i guess not schools but like it's like a different uh community you know different like uh different they offer different classes and stuff it's like that? <laughs> no like it's like a whole different environment than other schools because i know oh, like, like people people like uh, that grew up out here like in El grove or something that i know like they got to do hella crazy stuff like not even crazy but like for us the craziest thing we got was, was what like grad night or like just back home or like like these type of classes that they offer as well yeah like the well, the coolest class what was it like they had the work workshop class well there was workshop we had music class which was a joke when i was there just because everybody overran the music teacher and i've told the story multiple times so i can't say it again but yeah mr rose they they ran that full they 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 just you know ran him to to re- early retirement so what i don't even know a cool class that they offered like a nice elective um TA was always a good one. <laughs> but what are you doing though? Just <laughs> TA, walking around? Fucking nothing. Chilling exactly. on your phone. Listening to music. Imagine we had a class that just uh, taught you about like stocks and stuff like that. That would be dope. Uh, we'd probably be have a lot more money in our pockets right now. You want to know what's crazy? I what? think it was one of my history teachers. Uh-huh. Or political science. I don't remember. But uh, one of my teachers when I was like a junior... He did teach us about stocks, bro. Oh, for real? But a lot of I feel like we were just too young to care. Yeah, to, to pro- about probably. It. Yeah, probably. Well, we wouldn't. It wouldn't be reinforced anywhere. Yeah. So if it's not reinforced anywhere else, so it's just there. That's the only place you heard about it. So it didn't really stick to you. It might have stuck to you. You might have had like a nice interest in school, and it would have been. It was like, oh yeah, you like that class. But after that, it was like, man, fuck that. I got football. I got basketball. I got baseball. I got wrestling. I got fucking girlfriend i got homies you know i got other shit to do yeah one of the main ones was working too yeah for a lot of people for a lot of people which kind of brings us into our first topic of the day or night or midday or mid-afternoon or whenever you're listening to this but just know that we're here with you and we are a part of you now so let's just be grateful for that okay you hear me that sound coming out of the speaker, phone speaker, earphones, earphones, Ear- Air- Air- AirPods. What are, what are they called? Airbuds? Earbuds? <laughs> Airbuds? That's Airpods? A, that's a movie, bro. <laughs> that's a movie. You're right. You're right. It is a movie. Airpods? No, but going back to it, man, like some people had to work. There's a lot of like hardships that a lot of people from back home learned growing up working, the need to do it, not want. But like you know, you don't have choices sometimes, bro. Yeah, there were people were put. Uh, when I was going to school, I knew. Um, I didn't know personally a lot of kids that worked, but I knew of a lot of kids that worked. Well, I, actually, one of my good friends, um, was he gonna say Slick Vic? Shout out Slick. Uh, he worked f- f- since I can remember, man. 
uh, he wouldn't always get paid to work, but I saw him work with his father. His dad would always take him to the ranch. He would always be moving hay bales. He'd be feeding the goats. He'd be, you know, just being on the ranch, yeah. doing l- labor-intensive shit. And every once in a while, uh, I would go tag along whenever I didn't feel lazy as fuck. You know what I mean? And I'd go help him. And I knew it was always going to be hard. But, yeah, I, I, Dude, it's not, it's it's not it's my good. experience. So it's it, not yours. What, I, what I'm saying is he... To, you know, viewing him now and who he is and what he's accomplished, him having to, you know, endure all that. And it wasn't a choice for him. You know, it was something that was just a part of him that was a must that he did to buy clothes. He did, you know, when he got cashed out, when he got paid, you know, he would go buy clothes. He'd buy us some fucking food. He was very generous. You know what I mean? When you're young, you have cash. You don't know what to do with it. Uh, but there's also situations where that helped out where he bought food or you know sometimes it's bigger than a, than a than a want it's a need yeah because yeah. sometimes the other homie doesn't have enough money you know so you know we all kind of work together yeah i learned that it, it's like a it's a brotherhood a, exactly i i learned that very very not young but i did learn it with some people you know when you didn't have enough those were your good friends yeah, you know, those turned out to be your good friends who would always make sure you had enough food, or if you didn't have anything, they'd have something with you, or like shoot you a dollar, like if, even if it was like maybe twice a week. You know what I mean? They helped you out. Yeah, yeah it was a, it, It's a culture there to kind of lend a hand when needed. You know, it, I mean, I got to experience it with my friends. Yeah, th- there's a uh, pros and cons from. Coming from a smaller area, but yeah. that's definitely one thing that was always beneficial to me. What like is that? being able to uh like relate with someone, be able to lend a hand, help someone out, someone's gonna help you out, you know, is is love. Yes. But getting back to the point of, of like having to do those jobs, I remember it was one of the last times I worked in the fields. It was actually with your brother Angel and uh, Alex. Shout out Alex for getting us the jobs. We were walking in the back and we were like going pretty slow compared to everybody else. And to be honest, like we were in pretty good shape, you know. We were football players. We was in the summer. We were we were pretty good shape. I don't I don't know what the fuck we were doing, but you know what I mean. We worked out. We're we're freaking flyers at the gym, you know. But we were lagging. But to my whole point is. I don't know if they were around me, but I remember talking to this lady and she was maybe in her 40s, you know, and there was an older man who was maybe in his 60s, probably in his 60s. And he was still working in the fields as well. And she, you know, he he just looks happy kind of doing it. But I'm realizing that he has to do this. You know, when you when you hear about it, it's one thing, but when you hear someone's story is another. So he goes on, he goes on to say like, you know, I don't speak English. He doesn't speak English at all. And he didn't get any kind of education. So there he is. And the lady goes on to tell me, you know, like, why are you here? You know, you can speak English, go to school. Essentially, this happened fairly quickly. We were having like a drawn out conversation, but the whole point of it was, it was that like, you can speak English, you, you're going to school, you know, that's to get out of here. And the thing too, yeah, they have to be, you know, we have to be here. And that's another aspect of having to have a certain job or having to go to a certain place to get money. You know, there was a lot of kids working in the fields that I didn't know personally, 
but they were younger than me and they had to work to help provide for their families, you know, help to pay for the help to help pay for their school clothes, their school clothes. Mm -hmm. They had to buy them themselves. You know, they didn't have help. Yeah, bro. And it's it's I feel like. Society in a way, not everywhere, but the people that work jobs like that, like in the fields and agriculture, they don't get as much credit as they deserve. I don't think so either. They, they need it's to hard be, work. Yeah. It's very hard work. My, I, I dislike doing it. I really did. And, you know, at a certain point, at your last break, you know, it's at 2.30 and you're off like at 4.35, depending what time you work, what, what time you work and what you do. Uh, we were just cleaning the field. So we would go pick out any weeds. But, you know, after that, after you go home, you'd be fucking tired. You know, you'd be like, fuck, I was out all day in the fucking sun, bent over sometimes. My back, I had a bad back. I I didn't know what was wrong with it. I was still like a year out of high school, I think. I, I forget. It was after football or before football. I, I forget the days, but, you know, it it wasn't it wasn't it was a, a great a, feeling every time I got home. Dude, I had a homie. Well, I have a homie. Well, I'm a homie, hoser. Bro, I don't know how he did it, but in the summer, he would, like, work, work in the fields in the morning, and then right after, he'll come do weights and practice with us, and he'd be there every day, bro. It's crazy. Every single day. Yeah. And I thought I was tired fucking working at Cheezers or, like, you know. Yeah. But going, to help like, here, going to help there. Yeah. No, it, it, and that's what I got to see when people did have jobs, and Victor would always be having to go help after football practice or, you know. Having to go, oh, I had to go feed the cows. I had to go do this. I have to go do that. And it's it's something that he developed at a young age and you're older. And I think, honestly, it benefited him. Damn, man, he got done. He he, he completed a lot of things in life already at his, at his age. And I don't know. I, I, one of my, you know, if you have a group of people that you look up to, he's definitely one of them, you know, in my book. It could have been from what he developed as a young as a youngster working, mm-hmm. you know, and he worked in the fields too, you know. His dad made him work in the fields. That's how he bought his clothes, legit. And he'd buy food for the house and everything. And I remember fucking, those were the best times because he would always just have like extra shit, <laughs> extra cokes and extra food for us to fucking eat. Essentially, good times. Pulling all the munchies. Oh, I've not after we were done there, man. His mom hated that shit. I'm sure she did. And every time. We would get in trouble. We wouldn't get in trouble. Vic would get in trouble. He would? Yeah. We were at his house, and we would end up dipping or running out the back or, you know, doing some kind of fucking mischievous shit to not get. I mean, what do they get? they're not going to get us in trouble, and their parents wouldn't, like, rat us out. and It wasn't, like, crazy shit. Yeah. But there was some pretty, pretty heinous actions we took sometimes. Not against him, but, yeah. Funny fucking times, I'm telling you. We have tapes of these things. I think we should put those on a on a fucking on an exclusive list. You just know? give just hand some random person a USB and it's gonna have those on. <laughs> no, they'd probably like throw up. But just some involve. Oh, yeah, we won't get into it here. But yeah, man, going back to these topics that people gave us, that was the first one, man. I think I feel like. That one could get it could get pretty deep. Hardships of growing up, working like man, that really does make you impacts you. 
is it has a big impact. I think so. I, I remember, like we just talked about it for like ten minutes. That's how much of an impact it has. Like you could just go on for it for days. To be honest, I, I I think, I mean, we all have experiences in life, and I'm not trying to take away from anybody's. I know we're talking about working in the field, but you know, you could you could be anywhere in the world and having to work in high school and having to maybe work earlier and having to provide for your family, and that's a life I didn't exp- have to experience, and that for that I'm grateful. For those people who had to. I don't know how that I, I, I see what it's done to some people. Like I said, my friend example, Vic, mm-hmm. and it's done great things. But what if they they don't have a great support system? And what if they're always living like that? You know, what if it's always helping or always them being helped and they can't get out of that? Like what is like when do we how do we turn that around? How do we turn those views around? You know, how do we change that for all of us? How do that's a big question. How do we how do we change the world? And I would also love to have world peace, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like, how do you do that? You know, it's, it's Is it ever going to happen? World peace? I, I, I would hope so. I, I don't know about world peace. Maybe not because uh, we're humans. Like that quote says, the peace, I'd rather be at peace with myself and at war with the world than at peace with the world. I think and at war with yourself. And at yeah. war with yourself, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So at the end of the day, you're always going to kind of be looking out for yourself, you know? But that's kind of a survival mode too, don't you think? S- survival tactic? Yeah, if you're always just looking out for yourself, it's hard to find a balance where you're able to show compassion and to be able to look for your best self-interest. It's hard. It's hard to do. Yeah, well, it's look like frowned upon to be vulnerable in some people's perspectives. Yes, it is. It is. It is hard to be vulnerable, especially as a man. I would say, especially as a man. Um, Wait, you mean to tell me that you're a man? Dun dun dun. But yeah, it is. Yes, I'm a man. I've been a man since I can remember. Biologically born with a penis and balls. I hope so. Yes. Why do you hope so? Do you want to fuck? What do you? What What do do you mean? mean? I hope you're a man, bro. What do you mean? What if I fucking wasn't? Then you'd be Whatever. not a man. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But in all in all seriousness, my whole my my topic, I guess we can dive into, would be males not necessarily having a stronger outlet to express themselves, right? And I say that mm. with the utmost importance. I think it's very it's a very very important topic. And I say very, very because I'm at a loss for words right now. Uh, it's a topic that's not discussed as much, especially in the Mexican male community. Uh, I'm 28 years old, and I see it kind of changing now, um, slowly. I see a lot of a- ads for, you know, different app or not apps, but um, where you can call somebody and get some therapy. Hotlines. Yeah, like hot, not necessarily hotlines, but you can actually set up some therapy, like. For a series of, of months or for days or however long to actually set up appointments like via Skype, I believe, or just to talk. Mental health. Mental health's a real thing. When I was growing up, I didn't really hear about it too much. Like, I mean, my parents would ask if everything's okay. I remember that a lot. Like, oh, yeah, you okay? That was it, though. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm good. Cause you just didn't want to get in trouble. You know what I mean? Or you just didn't want to fucking, you know? Even now, when someone feel like someone feel like that vulnerability, 
Was, even now when someone asks you something, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Or even when I'm not good, you're not going to say, you're, you're, taught, you're taught to just say you're always good. Yeah, right. we are taught that. And we're not taught, we weren't taught to express ourselves. It's hard to, it's hard to learn how to express yourself, especially in an older age. You know, sometimes I get so frustrated trying to find the words to express myself and to um, articulate how I feel inside and what I'm thinking about to another person sometimes some because sometimes everything in your head is moving so quick that it just it's a snap reaction and you know you can't but for me the feeling is like just having your eyes open with no mouth like not being able to talk like imagine that yeah because you're just like stuck in your head a lot not being able to but like you you could you know it's just saying, it's just talking. It's so easy. Yeah. And I guarantee you, anybody who you trust or uh, you know that you're a friend with would be would relate to you and share the same the same feelings, the same concerns, the same worries. We're all humans. We all have the same emotions. Unless but, you're a sociopath and you have no emotions, but all these, or a psychopath, one of them doesn't have any emotions. All these things c- come from your childhood, though. That's the thing. Like it's ingrained in us. In a way, what do you mean? Like from like our childhood experiences. Okay. You know. So it just kind of does it trail us? Does it Im- it impacts us? It influences our decisions? What do you? The bad and good, yeah. Bad and good, good and bad. <laughs> Sounds better. <laughs> what would I say? The bad first. I'll give you the bad news first, and the good news. I'll second. give you the bad Ooh. news first, and the good news second, because the good news ain't as good as you thought. But it's like, yeah, it comes from your childhood, bro. If you think about, like, a lot of negative thoughts that you had in your head that you were never able to get out, and then sometimes you still deal with it now, right? Mm -hmm. Do you ever feel that way? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do feel that way. I definitely feel, as even in my age now, uh, I think about times where I was maybe, I felt a certain way, whether it was angry or sad, and I didn't know how to react, so I felt frozen. And I just learned how to deal with it, like not like, not necessarily deal with it, but yeah, kind of deal with it. Like if it was a pain or a fucking, if you didn't understand something because you didn't want to get in trouble, or you know, mm-hmm. sometimes in school when you didn't know something, you'd get in trouble because you didn't understand it. I remember that plenty of times after a certain age. I get at third in third grade. I got in trouble because I didn't understand a problem. I kept getting it wrong. My teacher sent me back to the test like four times. She's like, "No, you're just not paying attention." I was like, "What the fuck? Fucking like I don't." Like now I'm like, "Were you trying? Bitch, look at me! Look at me! Look at me! You're supposed to help me do your job." That's what I would say. No, you fucking, fucking teacher. No, I wouldn't say that. Now, I don't hate you, but maybe I kind of do. Maybe this is therapy right now for me. Anyway. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> No, yeah, is no, the but FC that, radio that, that's hotline. The, that's the kind of shit that I think about. They do, you have to deal with now. And and a lot of my insecurities kind of come from the lack of schooling. But some people would say, well, Julio, you didn't put enough time or effort into it. Well, if it's not reinforced anywhere, you know, at, at the house, my parents were always working. I had enough time to say, oh, yeah, I'm done with my homework. Oh, yeah, I'm good. Don't even trip. Show them something. My parents are so busy working. They ain't tripping out. You know? And if it wasn't for sports, I probably wouldn't have given the effort I gave. And it's 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 sad. But the whole education system in itself, I don't think we... 
I think we got kind of gypped. I think there were certain teachers that really loved to teach us and wanted to help us, but there was other teachers who were checked out, and we got the... They were there for a check? Yeah, and just we didn't have everything that other schools had that were more developed. I felt like we were behind in technology, and you know, it, it affects us all. It affects us in the long run. Getting back to the whole insecurity, like that whole aspect, that system, because of that, I fell in between a crack. You know, and I'm not the greatest reader. I'm not the greatest fucking writer. Well, actually, like my ideas and writing is fun. I like the spelling and shit's kind of a little wonky. But, uh, you know, there's definitely things that I notice now that I didn't understand when I was a kid. And I still don't fully understand everything, you know, it, and it's. But I mean, like, you're but it's now it's in my choice. Now I'm, I'm an adult and I understand that. And you're aware of it. Yeah. And I'm aware of it. So now I can make the choice and I can do it because I'm, I'm able. But for how long was I kind of hoodwinked they pulled the good one on him johnny they really got him there james you know how long were we were just going through the motions and that was okay and that's what the system was no it's they kind of want oh is it like, oh, it's so it's getting so, conspiracy sometimes it's like so easy just to get by it's the fucking easiest it's the easiest thing you could do but like people you gotta, just start you collect yourself people i know but people just start i know you gotta test yourself now that now but what about when we were in high school? We didn't. Did we want to be tested like that? Nah. When you think of test, do you want to be tested? No, I think. Well, fuck that. Like test, stressful. But yeah. what? If, what if you put it into football terms? Hey, fucking hey, test me all you want. Test me. I need a two point I'm gonna be on the field. You know, that's yeah. it though. Yeah, exactly. And unfortunately, but it's still doing it just to get by. Exactly for that. Just but it did help though. It helped. How many people didn't make it on the football team because of their grades in high school? Because during Pop Warner, that getting like, back to the whole... I feel like we're talking about a system kind of back from back home right now. Um, back back home, we had Pop Warner for us. I got to play. Did you get to play? I did, but it got canceled like two years after. Damn. What, what year was that? Do you, know? Do you remember? Like 2017? So 16? 18, 19, 20. So like four or five years, right? So four or five years, I'm a candle man. See, gosh darn it. It's like at least six, seven years without it. So we were lucky to have that. I was lucky to experience that for a little bit. And I got, and I got to play organized uh, baseball as well. I was very good at baseball. Shut up me for a little bit. I was the king of the castle. But if I wouldn't have had those sports like children and the youth don't have now, you know, what would I have done? What would I have turned to? You know what I was doing when I... Wasn't playing football in Pop Warner, sixth grade. I was smoking weed, man. I was getting high with fucking, with Johnny Ace and fucking Slain Cataran, and we were smoking that shit, man. We were smoking that White Widow. White Widow. We were smoking that White Widow, bro. We were smoking that shit you just got from people's names. Like, I ain't trying to say no names, but you were just like, oh yeah, get it from Big Jim, you know. And then he was like, oh yeah, he got the fire shit. We go get it. Yes, that, that was White sixth, Widow. That was fucking sixth grade, dude. That's what I was doing when I wasn't playing football. That's what I was doing. And I still like liked it. I'll trip out on this real quick. I would smoke right after school and I'd go to fucking Pop Warner practice. All bad. Right? What are we doing? But, but look, you were there. Yeah, no, okay. Well, yeah. Imagine that time you didn't have to be there. Exactly. I'd probably just be still be getting stoned and just fucking off or whatever. But I would be in the I, streets doing something dumber. Exactly. 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 I was there, still organized, being watched. I would actually work my hardest when i was 
under the influence. Oh, you, paranoid? Paranoid. Just like, oh, they're going to notice. They're going to smell me. They're going to look at me. They're going to they're gonna look into my eyes. They're going to know. So I was doing everything just 100%. I was so tapped in and so focused. This isn't a fucking... I'm not endorsing to smoke weed at all. I'm just saying my experience. and my I was lucky to still have football because football overcame weed. I stopped. I was sober all through high school for like for the most part. I smoked, smoked a little weed here and there. Uh, you know, but I was dedicated to football. I was dedicated to keeping my body nice and in shape and what I thought was in shape and active. And I dedicated my mind, my body, literally my soul to this sport. You, th- I know people are doing that in other aspects of their lives, dedicating their life to the game. How about that? That shit happens too. The fast lane, the drug gang, the drug, the drug gang, the drug game. The gang game. It all is fucking different paths that we all can choose in our lives. And unfortunately, without a without a like really good outlet. Well, I guess we're talking about outlets now, right? In a way, because football, football was the outlet we're initially talking about right now. Yeah, football, sports. sports. But not having the program in Greenfield is a big deal. Right uh, now? Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah. That's an outlet. I feel, yeah, it definitely is. For... In my perspective, the way I saw it, it was like I was just out there. the The first years, the crazy thing is, I didn't take it too serious. But I got kicked out in seventh grade. Did you really? Yeah. Why? God, I don't know. I I was like, I were fucking around, and uh, Coach Ed got all mad, and he tried taking my fucking my shoulder pads off of me. Hella crazy. Oh shit! So like I grabbed them back, and like we were like wrestling with them, <laughs> and then uh, you know I just left, and I was like, fuck this! Like I was just hella mad. I pretty much got kicked out. Why though? I don't know, we're messing around, like, we're just playing as kids, and he was, like, telling me, give me your equipment, like, he was just, I don't know, he was probably just mad or something. Yeah, I think get you a little bit that day. Yeah, so, I ended up quitting, I just left, I was like, fuck this. Shit happens? What'd you do that? That, that was, you, the, bro, I, I used to wear the Terrell Owens Eagles jersey to practice that my homie fucking Roger gave me, <laughs> but, like, that, that, it's funny, because the coaches from then, like, Coach Adam and all them, from back home, they they remember me like when I was a senior. They're like, "Damn, I still remember when you used to wear that ugly ass Terrell Owens jersey and just fucking be like, a, just not give a fuck about anything." Damn. Like I really changed. It changed me. Yeah, they they saw the development. Yeah, that's a cool thing. That's a cool thing to to have done. Did you do it unknowingly in high school? I mean, I just took it more serious. Was there a certain point that you understood that? You needed to take it more serious or that you wanted to take it more serious that maybe a certain... I mean, I I just always wanted to be good at what my role was, you know? So mm-hmm. it was like, okay, let me do this to get better, do this, do that. So it was like just trying to level up on the what, field in that point. What what drew, what drew you to football? What, what, what made you want to play it? Like well, what made you even want to get involved? Probably just playing, like watching my older brothers watch for probably football or play football as well. It was just, it was just that outlet we had there. Since the, the town is so small, we didn't have much outlets, so that was one of our main sources. Let's go play football. Yeah, let's go to the skate park. Yeah, like bro, we used to play like in the middle of the street. Same. Fucking people used to truck cars, bro. Like it was crazy. Good times though. Yeah, it builds toughness. It really does. We would uh, play in the streets as well. After a certain time, I mean, I think that's what people seek. They just seek unity. 
They seek unity, uh, not unity, but um, they seek community. Community is what they seek. As humans, we seek community. We seek interaction. We seek sti- like mental stimulation. You want to talk to people. You want to be a part of something. That's what I was going to say. I was like, you you want to be, be a part of something. Part of something. And you want to be accepted somewhere. Yeah. Sometimes the outlets are good. Sometimes the outlets are bad. That the outlet that we had, it was like it was a positive one. It really was. It really helped us. I think football molded me in a certain sense. My mentality. Uh, since then, I've definitely grown. I used an aspect of. I didn't use an aspect. I used certain emotions in high school. I used fo- my like, anger. Is definitely one that I use, but I used it to drive me as a force in football. And I kind of let my heart out in football. Like everything I was going through in my household and everything that, you know, you go through mentally, dealing with shit. I let out on the football field. Like everybody on the football field was going to be there every day. You know, there was nothing different. Every day people were coming there that I knew that were going to give it their all no matter what. No matter what, because that's what we had. And to make it on those teams... Even though we weren't the greatest, you know, we're not the most physical. We're not, you know what I mean? There's teams that are going to come and go, but we understood what we were. We were hard fucking workers and we, I think we understood maybe how fragile that was to like how, how fragile that feeling was that we had all of us, no matter what our troubles or trials or no, whatever our troubles were, our tribulations, we related around winning and playing good and doing great at our assignments and our jobs. But through that, we endured lessons that were more than just football lessons. They were life lessons. We went through tragedies on the team, as a team, individually. We learned how to be a family. I learned a lot of great things. It definitely builds character. Like, although, like, it's probably not a part of your life now, it's still still beneficial towards you because of the experience from it. Exactly. And that's learning a lesson in life. And I think just kind of keeping it in your arsenal, understanding what's available to you. Going back to it. um, Look at that big lesson that was just made out of it. And to not have that outlet in a community Mm -hmm. for a younger generation. It's hard. You don't know what what they're going to get into. You can get into anything in a small town. A lot of mistakes happen. A lot of people go with that herd mentality and whatever the homie's doing, we're all doing. Why? Because that's who we know and that's who we love, that's who we grew up with. You know, but without many opportunities for us, you know, it's hard to get out. It's hard to change that. We're lucky that we have a great support system. But not only that, we're lucky that we have our mentality and that there was something in our life that made us seek more. That curiosity in us. That undying want you know in us we instead of it instead of letting it kill us and eat us alive fuck no we use it we use it for our benefit we use that energy that transmutation talk about that shit a couple summers ago i haven't talked about a long time transmuting trans just changing how you feel using that energy however it comes in it's a chip on the shoulder and just like fucking throwing it back out like yeah watch this boom positivity knowledge whatever i'm gonna use this as fuel to get my day going even more and to get my business started you know whatever you use it for 
the main thing that is used for though is creativity. That's what that's, that's what it all comes down to at the end, in my eyes. Why do you say that? Because you're you're using the fuel you. The fuel to whatever you want to do. Mm, mm. So you're using that mind. You you kind of, you're kind of doing. You're 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 capturing it and you're making it work for you. Kind of like the yeah. fucking creator. You're like you're an artist. Yeah. You're you're articulating your life. Whatever way it goes. Good, bad. Do you think at a certain point? Do you think that certain instances in your life or there's a certain point in your life where you kind of just, like you snap, like people say, snap out of it? He's like, oh, they'll snap out of it. Oh, they'll just snap out of it. Or they're just young. That's how they are. You know, like things like that. Yeah. Like a phase. Yeah. And it's really not just a phase and they stay like that. I mean, yeah, you see it everywhere with people. Yeah. it's, It's hard. Sometimes they're, you know, friends. Sometimes they're acquaintances. Sometimes... It's a trip. If you ever go to a spot, like if you ever go to a small town and there's that one spot that never changes, you know? Yeah. It's always the same. You know that every time you go there, it's going to be exactly the fucking same. And that's a good thing and it can be a bad thing, you know? But I think for a lot of us, especially because we're just human, that that feeling inside that we usually get that either we don't know how to handle or control or listen to, you know, once you really get full control of your mind and what you want and understanding that you can do it, man, there's no going back. There's no going back to, to normal life. Once you understand what's going on, once you understand that you can get yourself out of a situation and once you kind of see these fakes, when you see the smoke clear and you see the fake walls come down, you're like, holy shit. You understand that life is a it's a pearl. It's an oyster. You know, it's a beautiful thing. You can do whatever you want on it. You can. You can make life whatever you choose. You just yeah. got to do it right. That's the big thing. That's, f- for me, something, because I feel like sometimes I fall into some phases as well, you know. Like, yeah. it happens to everyone. You go through a phase. You decide, do you want to get, you want to be stuck there? Or do you want to grow from it? The main thing would be like just going back to it and like being like, oh, I'm in this position. I feel like I'm going through the same phase every weekend, go doing this, doing that, whatever you're doing. You feel stuck, but it's so uh, comfortable. You just want to be there forever. Mm-hmm. But what, to take it back to it is like, that's why you always have that mindset. You always need to have that mindset where you want to grow. You want to do better. It doesn't matter where you're at. You know, it doesn't matter if we're working on the brand, you know, just um, merchandise, the podcast, just growing, constantly growing. But you have to go back and evaluate yourself. Constantly, constantly. It's uh, that that's where, you know, that mindset, that's where I've heard it. A couple people say it. it's like finding home. It's finding what you're good at. It's finding what you hang your hat on. It's finding your create your creative side, what you love, your passion. It's getting back into it. It's why you got into it. It's, you know, one of my good friends said it best. It's your purpose. It's your purpose in life. And when you're not feeding your purpose every single day, you're doing yourself a disservice. 
And the person who said that leads by example when when they say things like that. You know, they they just do, they do, and they get after it, and they they do their best in it. And there's no, it's their purpose though. You know, when they dive into their creative zone, it's their purpose, and they get done, and there's no bullshit, and there's you get it done, and you get, you know what I mean? It's a, it's people don't. I don't think people understand that your passion and your purpose. You know, just because it's there, it's not going to create itself. You have to go get it. You have they to have embody to still that. work. You know, you still have to get after it. You still have to work. You still have to put the time in. You know, we're not going to be, bro, I'm telling you right now, this podcast is going to be live and kicking in like 10 years. And that's completely fine. Plus two. Because we're going to keep going. It's going to be consistent. It's going to get better. And it's going to get better. And we're always going to be changing and adapting. Right now, I'm at that point. We are at that point where if we don't change and adapt the way we know we can, then we'll stay at the same place. I think that's where we're definitely at. And like I don't know, Just on a base level for myself, I think mm-hmm. that's where I'm at all across the board in my life. And it's about diving into it with no fear. And just full acceptance, you know, and getting it done because we can, we can turn step, step by step, step by step. That's all it is. Step by step. And we're already, we're doing it, but our steps for this level, I believe have been met and we are at now another level and now it's, we defeated the dragon, right? Yeah. We defeated the dragon and we saved the princess. You know what I mean? Where'd that fucking voice come from? Who is it? I have no idea, but... Sick fucks. You sick fucks tapping into my shit like that. Fucking... I'm on a fucking VPN, too. <laughs> fucking bouncing this shit off from every IP address known to man, okay? Speaking of men, don't be scared to share your feelings. Reach out to us at the Full Circle Mentality Hotline where you can express yourself without being called a... Pussy. <laughs> I had a bunch of other words that I was going to say, but for everybody's years, we're just going to keep it at pussy. I think pussy is like an okay word, right? I mean, it depends. Is society going to cancel you? Cancels. I don't even know what cancel is. Cancel. Hey, cancel the order. Cancel, cancel the, the order. order. There's no tortillas in the back. This is a goddamn Mexican restaurant, Paco. What do you mean there's no more tortillas? The fuck? Get the fuck out of here. And then the waiters are just like, get the fuck out of here, you fucking assholes. And in the back, pinche puta gringa. <laughs> Look. Me yeah. clerk, huh? Yeah, fuck, bro. People, you know it's a trip, bro? I've I've seen I've seen that exact what I just said has happened multiple times in my life. That's why you, you car uh articulated so well. It's like literally it's it's oh man. Communication is a big thing in the world and we don't realize how much it goes into everyday life, you know, communicating the right things to the right people. You can either come off as a fucking great person, as someone who is like understanding and listening and, oh, I, I was a pretty cool guy, you know, fucking help me out with what I wanted to order. I didn't understand what he was saying, but, you know, I, we try to make it work as opposed to, oh, fucking, I don't understand. Dude, communication. You know, like, and then that in itself is. That like, energy what? is crazy. That The energy of communication, bro. It could make or break something like someone rubs off on you the wrong way. You could literally just like dislike them forever. Yeah, I've had that happen. It's called get the fuck away from me. 
you fucked up syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a like, bro, like, what the fuck are you on? Yeah. And then in the same token, I've been in those situations plenty of times. And then I'm like, man, what the fuck? Who the fuck am I? Like, just fucking chill out. But you, I usually you, I give them the benefit of the doubt. And then sure enough, I'm right in my decision the first time. And then, you know, not worth it. But it's like, I feel like a lot of people that work in customer service deal with stuff like that. Oh, man. I deal with it every day. For real. I deal with fucking rude people, with people who I think just make up stories sometimes. Really great people who are cool. Yeah. Some people who understand that. I'm just doing a job and they're like pretty, we're just chilling, talking normal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're just like, yeah, we don't got to sell me nothing, bro. I just, I want to do this, that, and the other, get this, you know, I'll help you out, commission, whatever the fuck. Pretty cool people, you know, but they're very, there are folks that I see out there, especially where I work out in downtown that I'm just like, wow, what happened to that person? That person is not following their purpose or passion, you know? I guess their passion is the fucking rock right now, but the negative energy, bro, probably just eats them up. That's why that's how they reflect to you. If you think about it, Jesus Christ, when the fuck, who brought in Doctor Phil? <laughs> Doctor Phil. Doctor Peace. We got Doctor Peasy here. Doctor Phil. Uh, you got uh, you got your next appointment here, Doctor Peasy. You're just sitting there. Yes, let him in, Roberto. With <laughs> gloves on, how with blue gloves on? The fucking white gloves on. You just what? see like. You see all the stains on him, sicko. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't you, even change them half for my next client. And just have the same ones from three clients. Just ago. all bloody and shit. Getting back to that negative energy reflecting onto someone else, we can also control it. We can't let it get to us. Oh yeah, if you look at all the homeless and the people that are on drugs in front of the store, and you, I kind of have to get numb to it because I can't. I can't be sad for everybody. It's taking my energy. It really is. And it's fucked up to say, but that's where that self-care comes in. You know, it's like you got to take care of yourself first. You know, it's selfish, but it is what it is, you know? And that's why there's never be world peace. You know, I think because I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do to help. I can't know what I can do to help in that situation. Yeah. At the end of the day, is that too far gone or not really? I mean, you could help in a different way. I feel like me and my brother were talking about it earlier that the main things you need in life was like water, food, and there was one more Damn. shelter, um, hygiene, water, food, and air. Water, food, and air. Literally. If, if you could, if you could help someone out with one of those, you could give someone a water, a food, or something like that. You know, that's the how do you give them air? Well, the, you already have air. You know, I was I was saying it like in a survival type of aspect. Mm. Like those are the three main things you need here to survive in this world. We can help someone with two of those if they need it. Those but are essential. That, those, those are, are like, like the, primal thing. Yeah. Okay. Primal. That's like very primal. Like without those, you will die. Yeah. Like facts. Okay. That's why you could do with you could help out with the primal things. I mean, maybe you don't you can't help out another way, but if you can help with something primal that they don't have. Yeah. Or at the very know? least, sometimes it's I don't know. I know we all can help. I know we are all in bad situations and I know we all don't have the most money. And we that's just how it is for a lot of us, you know. We don't have that extra buck. We don't have that time. A lot of it comes down to time and whether we wanna spend that time to help somebody. You know, just make that couple of seconds and you might make someone's day. You don't know what they're going to do with it, but hey, 
you might make your day. Yeah, your intentions are good. Your intentions are pure. So whatever it's for, it is what it is. You know, but if you have water, if you have, I always give my leftovers to some people if they're hungry. I'll tell them it's leftovers. They'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll fuck it up. Or I'll eat it. Sometimes they won't. It's like, oh, gravy. I don't have no money. I don't but have no water. Your intentions were there, though. Yeah. Positive you know, intentions. It's, it's, it's all about community. It's all about communication. It's all about what you want to be in that spot. I wouldn't want to be in that spot. Somebody gave me some leftover fucking quesadillas. I'd fuck those up with some salsa. With the Valentina, huh? Fuck. I mean, if that's all I had, if I had some real salsa, that'd be that'd be better. I'd be like more yeah, ideal. Nah. Definitely ideal. Whenever you're at a taco spot, wherever you're kind of getting Mexican food, make sure you get some salsa. Don't get nothing too wild or too spicy. But the green one, then? Yeah, the green one. Treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. You know, Spanish Heritage Month. Two more days. Get yourself some tacos. Tomorrow, Taco yeah, Tuesday. People think that. You got to be offended by everything and this and the other. You know, you don't got to be offended. Just don't talk shit about people and we're all good. People don't got to get, we aren't, we don't want to, we're not fucking pussy here. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. That's my point behind everything. You can say whatever you want, man. It's fucking fucking podcast. That's one thing. Sorry to get off this whole pussy Mexican heritage month. I'm fucking on a roll right now. Um, One thing I was thinking about today was. I want to get back to doing the podcast the way I want to do the podcast. You know, not not like saying like, oh, your way doesn't matter. But what I'm saying is to be original to me and to be a, like a, to be true to myself and why the fuck I'm doing this and why we started and like to say whatever the fuck I wanted, you know, whatever we wanted to do, mm-hmm. you know, because that's I know we, we like to influence in a positive way and we like to spread knowledge and we like to make people laugh. And the same token, we like to be ourselves. And sometimes ourselves are are just that, ourselves. You're going to get raw, uncut, uncut shit. Yeah. If you guys can't handle it, if you guys can't take it, that's completely fine. When I understand and you can't listen to us no more. But yeah, that's what it is. I forgot that this is the wild, wild fucking West. Literally, that's what a podcast is. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Unless like you're on YouTube and all that crazy shit. I feel like I'm on a radio station and you're just hella cussing and you're just going to get fired after we turn this podcast off. oh and i'm not even saying anything yeah, I'm not but, even but it's saying like it's there. like who the fuck is gonna fire you yeah exactly you're gonna Nobody. fire yourself nobody's gonna fire me and i'm gonna write a report on you fool that's, it's just that's that's what we were talking about earlier i was talking about uh just this the podcast and i was talking to you about it mm-hmm. the imposter feeling and that's see that's the whole aspect of i guess that's the whole message behind today is like getting i guess having someone to communicate with communicating with people mental health overall just well-being right being able to communicate and get your messages across but imposter syndrome so i'm sitting down and i'm just thinking about like why the fuck do i think i can get on a fucking podcast why who do we think we are doing this and the other you know really put belittling like trying to find every little thing wrong with what i'm doing and thinking of everything that i'm not doing and what we could be doing the only the main thing myself. You, you need to be doing is just be yourself exactly and that's where the it, that that was a disconnection. I was disconnected, you know. And it's coming finding it, that whole mindset is you know off the path, but I had to find home again, finding the purpose and really grounding yourself and you know why you're starting shit. Sometimes you just got to remind it, yourself. But it's crazy cuz like a lot of things like that I feel like the the media kind of forces you to go that direction even if it's not enforced on you. 
Mm, you that's know? a whole other thing too. What do you mean? Like, let's say all you see in the media is people that can't talk how they want to talk. Like ESPN, they have they they have they a have script. Guidelines. They have guidelines, script. So we contracts. see we see so many things that are scripted by these bigger companies, and it's just it's just so scripted. It's just watered down so much. It's not original. It's that's like very true. like that's why when they started, uh, for example. You you let you watch football games, right? Mm-hmm. You see the announcers; they have the same announcers. It's pretty simple, the same thing all the time, almost, right? Yeah, and that's a pickup of three for yeah. the young handbacker. Then you have people like Payne Manning and Eli doing it themselves. They say what they want to say, and people like that more because it's more original. Yeah, like it, it might it might not be hella crazy different, but it's like, bro, like. They're able to be themselves, not They're having able to be, be so like rigid and compact, and that's where there's they don't have that script. What is that in your brain? Is it is it the media? Like is it like always? Well, you, first of all, you work for it. You're you're they're controlling you. Mm. You know, so you have that script. That script is controlling everything that comes out of your mouth. It's a big ass. Fuck, that's crazy. It's crazy, bro. But those are the bigger companies. Like, but they, even like that, you say we say it like so like passive like. Yeah, it's just a bigger company. That's the way they do it. You know, you just got to sign. You got to sign over everything you say. No big deal. And in their own right, they can because they're a company. But it also gets to like how big a company can get and how much influence a company can have. Yeah. And that's how it starts trying to control things. But you, people like us. Do you think? I think a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you think that? There's a bigger th- play going on with everything in the media and how uh, I was watching a video by Noam Chomsky. It was called Manufacturing Consent. I think I may have tried to show it to you one time. And it's like pretty much breaking down a bunch of whole different levels of how the bigger businesses are manufacturing our consent and how they are making hella money because the money that they have, they control NBC and Fox and CNN and all these places that are supporting a certain view, right? And then the people who are reporting this work for that media station, obviously, right? That is their work to report what the station wants to hear, right? So the reporters that work for the big agencies then report to us, right? The people who are viewing and watching intently and making sure we get in our news because we want to be informed. But the news that we're getting and the information we are receiving has been manipulated at the very top because at the top are the big companies that are funding the distribute companies, so like CNN, Fox, right? So they get paid to to skew a certain narrative that favors the company, right? They do they do this for they spend millions and trillions of dollars, like trillions of dollars on this shit, dude. You guys should look it up. It's called Manufacturing Consent by Noam Chomsky. Manufacturing Consent by Noam Chomsky. It's a real eye-opening little YouTube clip that will make you feel pretty dirty. It makes you feel fucking dirty, dude. It may, like You see how it goes. Like They literally explain it. It's kind of funny because it's animated, but you feel like an idiot because... Like, damn, I've been going through this my whole life. They want you to just stay stupid because they also... What else do the media do? They also sell you things. So now that they're selling you the new phone and now they're selling you the new car that... The big company somehow has its hand in, right? Because these big companies at the top, 
They own companies. That's what the big money does. They own shit. Big shit. General Motors. You know, they own shit. You know what I mean? But, so, I mean... But, yeah. so, so, like, so this is might, might be a conspiracy. Might be a conspiracy. Right? But when you see the video, you'll see it. So, now, right? We'll get back to the whole point. Let me tie mm-hmm. it all up together real quick. Now... Their media is feeding us the news, right? So they're putting us in fear of stuff a lot of the time. And now they're showing us the new products that cost a lot of money, this and the other. So now we're in debt and now we owe somebody some money. And now that's all we're doing is we're, we're scared and we're paying shit off and we're going through life. Boom. And then there's social media to top it off. And then there's social media that also is doing the same thing. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Clothes. Sports. Whatever your interests are. Whatever your interests are, they're going to sell you that. And now they got you looking down directly at your phone. Boom, boom, boom. It's bigger than just in one community. It's bigger than just, you know, Greenfield not having a sports. It's bigger than that. It's worldwide. It's 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 it's, it's evilness trying to take you apart from what is whole in life. I find that evil. I don't find that very good at all. They're trying to take away your life. That's why that, we that, come that, back to our cores. The, the that's why we the break truth. the matrix. That's why we fucking we're turning shit around. The, you know, we got to keep the energy and keep everything flowing and talk about crazy aspects of life like this that people don't talk about. Yeah, at the end of the day, as long as you come back to the truths, like your like and your purpose, like we we're talking about earlier, those two things will and take being you, genuine take you a long way. Being yeah, genuine, being genuine about your your craft. Yeah. It's a uh, very crazy things, guys. Don't, you know, start asking more questions in your everyday life. Just reflect and slow down. Put your phone down for an hour and see what your mind takes you to. I bet you, you that might be your meditation for the day. Literally, if you can't sit there and sit still and do like meditation, how you think meditation should be done. Literally, meditation might be you cooking, might be you walking. It might be you gardening. It might be you writing. But just give yourself a solid hour of just no phone interruptions because we don't realize how much we are on our phones and how much we are tied into the the world you know, for the good and the bad. It's You know, the Internet's the good and the bad. You know, that's we that's why you got to use it for, for an advantage. Don't let it use you. It'll use you. It'll take it'll take you fucking everything you have. Literally, it'll take your mind. That's what you have. That's what makes us different is our minds, our consciousness. Than all these other animals. Just stating facts, people. Just stating facts. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So if you're just scrolling on the gram. And liking those ass pics. Then send them to me. Send them to Petey. <laughs> <laughs> you don't got to send them to him. You don't have to send them. Nah, we're just kidding. You know what I mean? Um, Most of the times. I, I've been really trying to just use my phone to. Look at stocks. That's like my main thing now. Is like that's like, but I guess we're turning a leaf right now. Today I started my little half. I'm getting seven weeks training for this half marathon. Today I'm also saying, you know, like I'm gonna use my phone for less than what I've been doing. I've been just spending it too much time on bullshit. So now we're just fucking making money and promoting and you know, fan interaction. I guess use it for business. Use it for business. Business. You're gonna be these big. Use it for big business. Big business, you gotta put my big boy pants on. That's all. You gotta understand when to do certain things. You gotta have control of your actions and get back to 
the roots of things. There's no gimmicks here. There's no games here. That's the way it's always been here. It's all grind. That, bro, that's why now, like, when I, like, get on my phone and I talk to people, like, I always try spreading, like, some type of positivity. Like, not even, it doesn't have to be something hella crazy. I just, like, I just always want to make, like, give that hand. Like, hell yeah, bro. Like, you know, it's all love. Mm-hmm. Then the day. I don't know. That, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like, when I communicate with people, like, it's just to help each other grow. That's a like, beautiful thing. Like, man. I, don't get me wrong. I like using my phone a lot. I go, I go through IG, like, everything, you know? It's fun, right? Kind of, sometimes. When you tweet some funny-ass shit and you fucking start laughing or you see something. But, like, I've been trying to use it to just spread something greater than just that. Yeah, like, little things that we say or you say. Like, on Twitter, I try to, like, you know, sometimes I talk shit. I don't really talk shit, but... Sometimes, you know, you try to leave little, little, little things that I think might resonate with people, you know, and some people might not resonate with, and it's completely fine, because Twitter's pretty cool, where you can just let ideas go. That's what I'm, yeah, I don't really know how to use Twitter that great, but I'm learning how to use Twitter, and it's just like letting ideas go, it's kind of a, like, you have a, you say, like, goes from your mind, and now it's out, it's a trip, and now it's there, if you want to go back to it, and then it reminds you of what your mind state was. I think that's a pretty cool aspect of Twitter. It's like, oh, fuck. I was on some shit that day. Or, or yeah, that's right. That's where my mind's at. That's where I need to be. But, like, like us, like, we create the community that we want it to be because you follow what you wa- who you want. Yeah. Like, although, like, I don't really give a fuck about social media. I mean, if it, was, if it wasn't there, then fuck it, you know, we'd be moving differently. But I feel like we need to use it to its advantage. Yeah. Yeah. And this time now is not fucking... 1960 we don't it's different you know no yeah we need to definitely use technology is that what you're saying yeah yeah like we need to use it but just make sure we're not overusing it that's all don't let it take away from the real aspects in our life you know if you use it bro you better text me bro i'm gonna text you right back on me just be on the phone real quick damn bro let it ring for uh fuck you for all scrolling on instagram (laughs) I already had the phone in my hand. But yeah, guys, we had some heavy Did topics today. Did you say today. bye, guys? <laughs> I said, yeah, guys. You know that that's actually a podcast, Bye Guys? Bye, like guys. These two guys who do a podcast. I think they're bisexual, but they're both married already. Mm. It's interesting. Pretty funny fucking guys. Just saying. Bye, guys. Yeah, they're from like the East Coast. We're from the West Coast, bro. The West Coast, homie. Oh, I have something I want to tie down with this whole vest. We said East Coast, West Coast. You know, we're talking about media and how it could control so much things. Yeah. That back in the day, the Tupac, Biggie, the East Coast, West Coast, that was the media, bro, that created that image. Oh, shit. Yeah, Two people right. died because of that. Yeah. And the media, because the media was so stronger, like, they, they couldn't be us. Like, the communication wasn't as strong as how it is now. So do you think that people would have understood that maybe it was just more of a a rap thing or maybe it wasn't a rap thing maybe that's your, i don't know what do you think like do you think that they were kidding i don't think they were kidding but like their sources that they got right away weren't strong enough because now when you hear them talk about it there was a lot of miscommunication going on mm, so all they heard were diss songs and nothing in between and they got like fucked up messages maybe they yeah, tried yeah. to like patch things up or like you know maybe it, they tried to patch things up before the diss songs came out hella crazy you know, and they didn't. You know, they got news from this guy, but 
cellular phones were they even a thing? They were like pagers and shit, you know, like in the what was the nineties? It was like the early I mean, stages, early stages of uh, cell phones, like early early stages. Now you're so connected, you can call somebody or just DM somebody or tweet at somebody and be like, "Hey man, this is what I meant," and boom, it's done. Literally, you don't got to go through a manager. You don't got to go to nothing, nothing, nothing. Straight direct source now. That's what's pretty cool with the internet. They, you can cut out the middleman. No fucking problem. You ain't getting taxed on your shit. You know, that's what's pretty cool. And you can seek knowledge. The bad thing about the internet, though, is that anybody can create, like, a a page, a site. And they can call it knowledge. But it's not. You no, know, literally. Literally. Like, now I'm even scared to look something up because I know that I'm going to have to go look at like the journals that people write in school and shit mm-hmm. like to actually get like a valid source. I don't know where to get a valid source from that's unbiased. I don't. I really don't. Wikipedia. <laughs> I, I really don't. And it's a trip. I get like news from. Where's my news from? I don't even know where I get my news from. Instagram majority of the time. And then I'll look it up and I'll look in the headlines real quick and yeah, something just reassuring myself, I guess that's the there thing. is a lot of non biased sources though. Like what? Like I don't know. They're they're hard to find, but I know that, that people actually do that. Well no, yes, of course. Obviously, there's there's obviously gonna be people that do it, but Because I don't even like watching the news. I feel like that that's so much of a lie. Like it's annoying when I see it on TV. I'm like, what the fuck? Like I just well, tur- There is some good stuff obviously that you know, awareness. But yes. a lot of stuff is just controlled so much, bro. Like, like I don't even like it. Like, I just, like, want to change it. I'd rather watch something else, bro. Like, just... The news is fuck, fucked up, bro. <laughs> it's fucked up. Like, it really is. It, yeah, no, you're right. What I Where I get a lot of news is... um, Is when I listen to a lot of the Joe Rogan podcasts. Not because I think that what he is saying is directly news. It's because when I, when I see him sit down with certain scientists and doctors... Um, they might be, they have their own bias, of course, because we're human, but to actually hear something from so, a source is better than just going on opinion. You know, you actually have somebody from the source and people can say, oh, that's not news or that he's like an idol, this and the other. But no, you can just take it for what it is. You know, he sits down with people and he relays information sometimes when he's depending who he's sitting across from. Yeah. And that's times where you go, damn, that's where I'm getting my news from. It's from uh, a talk show, like a talk show host, essentially. He's not a talk show host, a podcaster and a comedian, but you know, sometimes he sits down with people like Elon Musk and he dives deep into conversations and we're learning about AI, artificial intelligence and how he wants to create something called Neuralink that's in your head and it like makes your brain better. Like what the fuck? You know, I learned that there. They're not teaching me that on the fucking, on the Instagrams. Like people who are in business, people who are cops, XCIA, XCIA, all these people telling us about what's really going on, what's really going into play, and all these situations and agencies and. But but you you thought this because they told you this in the news, or you thought that because that's all you knew the whole time. And maybe that person can be fucking lying, whatever. But hey, that person's willing to go on national air with somebody that they they say they trust, and they're you know. I don't know, you know, whatever. Take it for what you will. Everybody, it's great to be a skeptic always. Ask questions. But with that being said, guys, we've touched uh, some hot topics. We've touched some hot topics like uh, me back in 2006. Hot topic. 
topic. I would, be, bro. I'd be in there all day buying panties, buying panties. I would just like to be in there because of the vibe. Like it was like, oh yeah, cool. Like fuck, my dad feels weird in here. My mom feels weird in here. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's what I mean? different, huh? It yeah, was so it's different, a different vibe. Like oh shit, what's this? Fucking, they're all in black. They look like rebels. You know, I think that's why I liked rock and roll a lot and rap. So they're re- rebelled. They rebelled. I like I like um, Paxson. It's a little chiller. Paxson's a little chiller too. You know, they have like lighter colors, like for softer people who like to listen you to soft music. Me soft? No, no, I'm saying you like to listen to the piano and like ocean sounds. Yeah, it's, uh, it's relaxing. It's like it's like soft. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're not soft, but it's like you know what I mean. I get you. You're calling me soft, but you're not. Yeah, indirectly. It's cool. We're good. Yeah, sure. Sure we are. Bro. You're getting all mad hot because you called me soft. You're that's another thing, man. Yeah, that's another thing I'm going to have to talk about with my uh, therapist today. That's, that's another thing that, you know, I need to talk about when I call that hotline. My oh. full circle. 1877. Don't give out a number like that. Imagine someone who tried to actually call and get fucking help. We're just kidding. We don't have a number. But but you could call us if you have any questions about anything. And you feel like we could help you out in any sort of way. Because you, you can call Anthony. You can call me, you know, 831-674-5900. Yeah, tap in with us. Uh, we're always here to lend a hand and an ear wherever we can. Again, that number is 831-674-5900. Yeah, but uh, everybody, thank you for being here and lending an ear and just hearing our fucking voices for an hour. I I wouldn't be able to listen to my voice for an hour. I mean, I guess I have to when I edit, but you know. But yeah, man, thank you, everybody. Uh, what I really want you guys to take away from this, I'm not telling you what to do, but yeah, yeah. man, just continue to grow as a person and you'll be good, you know, because sometimes I stress about other shit, but as long as I'm growing, I remember that I'm going to be solid. Solid as a brick, baby. Bricks aren't that solid if you throw them at the concrete pretty hard. Just saying. I'm solid as a rock then. Then solid as a cement. Like, it's, you know, solid as like fucking foot of cement. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We're out of here. You guys have a great week. Have a great start to your day. Fucking spread the peace and the love. We are out. <laughs>